Don't look back because the market is closed and October is closed. Thank goodness for that. Hello, everyone. It's Kip Harridge with you, your daily VRA Investment System podcast. We'll tell you very quickly what happened in the markets today. More importantly, we'll tell you what's going to happen in the markets going forward using the VRA system as our guide. Crazy, crazy month, uh, ending in about 5% losses across the board. Of course, we also know that more than half of all S&P 1500 stocks uh, fell into bear market uh, territory. That's down more than 20%. So while the markets uh, had a 10% correction or so, it was much, much worse than the average stock. And uh, so that correction is over with. We see a final bottom is now in place. Pretty much called this a couple days ago. As you joined us on the call, I've been reading our work. We uh, told you that volume on the sell-offs was dropping precipitously. That's a very good sign. It's a contrary indicator. Uh, we saw uh, highly elevated um, pull call ratios, short-term trading index, the kind of panic level readings, VIX index, uh, the kind of panic level readings that you see at the bottom. And of course, October, we knew this going into October, it's the most volatile month of the year. September is actually the worst month of the year. October, the most volatile month of the year, and it's now behind us. Now we can start focusing on share buybacks, earnings, mergers and acquisitions, and, and, and seasonality, this being the best uh, part of the year to be involved in the markets, middle to end of October to May is uh, where about 90 plus percent of all stock market gains take place, so we're there now. Uh, also, being in the market toward the year in the last couple months of the year and in midterm election years gives us the probability of 100 percent. That's 18 for 18 times since 1946 that the market's been higher in the last two months of the year. And the average, the median, excuse me, the median return uh, in profit has been 10 percent. That's for the S&P 500 just until from now until the end of the year, or I should say, till after the midterms till the end of the year. So. Uh, we'll cover some levels that might get us to in just a moment, but quick details. Dow Jones finished up, after being up uh, 400 and something points, finished up uh, 241 points. Best back-to-back days in, uh, in more than three years, uh, closing at uh, 25,115. Uh, S&P 500, up about the same, a bit more fractionally, up 29 points, closing at 2,711. The w- big one of the day was the NASDAQ up over 2%. Of course, it's been beaten up badly. All uh, the FANG stocks had a very good day today. Uh, NASDAQ up 144 points at 7,305. And the Russell 2000 was our laggard. Of course, it, had le- it led the way out of the bottom. So it's not uncommon to see it lag today, uh, maybe a bit tomorrow before it, it's off to the races again. Small caps are the place you want to be at the end of the year. Uh, you see a lot of tax loss selling in these names. Russ 2000 up four point, uh, just almost five points today, closing at 1,511. Our uh, internals were, were good, but not great, uh, which is probably why the market sold off today toward the close. We had two-to-one positives and advanced decline, pretty much two-to-one positives, up-down volume, but the laggard, once again, is new highs, new lows. Uh, we had 400 new uh, 52-week lows and less than 100 new 52-week highs. With back-to-back days like we've had today, New lows should not be hitting. Uh, we should not have this many new lows on back-to-back days like we just had. So best guess here, you know, reading the tea leaves, look, people are nervous about the midterms. All right, that's what's coming up. We got to wait. We got to get through next. We made it through October. Now we got to get through, Novi- through November the 6th. 
to have a little uh, semblance of sanity. But if you are worried about the midterms, let me try to allay those fears. I'm going to tell you right here and right now, the market just doesn't care. Uh, yeah, the market might do better with Trump at the helm, having both the House and the Senate. But he gets his way more easily, gets some t- additional tax cuts, uh, free up uh, animal spirits a bit more, uh, Trump being Trump. But if history is a good guide, and it usually is, the stock market likes a divided Congress more than anything else. The market does best when it's a, a divided Congress, meaning the president of one party and then at least the House or the Senate in the hands of the, of the, of the other side. So, frankly, uh, we don't see it as a big deal. The market, we see the market going higher either way. We remain ultra bullish long term. Our 40,000 Dow Jones target by the end of Trump's first term uh, is still intact. Again, 40,000 by end of Trump's first term is our target. So if, if the market were to go up 10% uh, post-midterms, end mm-hmm. of year end, again, that's, that's annualized 60% return, folks. It's an extraordinary time to be in the market. Don't let this volatility scare you out of this market. The economy's too strong. Leading economic indicators too strong. Job growth too strong. Consumer sentiment all-time highs. We're not seeing any signs of a recession whatsoever. Ignore – if you're listening to an expert or some of these uh, fools that send you emails that claim that a crash is coming, if you're listening to these fools, take a fresh look and maybe send them an email and say, when's the last time you were right? And show me your portfolio. When's the last time you made money or made money for somebody else? Because – you know, these guys that tend to scream the loudest from the mountaintops that a crash is coming, the little boy that cried wolf. Uh, they're rarely right, and eventually people stop listening to them. Uh, Jim Rickards, you are one of those guys, by the way. Shame on you for uh, telling people this market's going to crash every day for the last, what, two, three years, and just really you're costing people money. You know, have you no shame, man? I could name about 10 other people, but I actually I like to use those guys. As, uh, as contrary sentiment. For example, at some point, those guys too, like a Jim Sinclair, the, these other frauds, they will, go, they will turn bullish. They'll flip from bearish to bullish, and we'll know that's when we need to be selling our positions. And that's when I'll be selling, and not only selling and taking profits, but going short. Because ultimately, at every bull market top, even the biggest of bears go, go bullish. So it's just something to, to pay attention to. In the meantime, just kind of ignore or even better like I do, just kind of laugh when you see their thoughts come across your, uh, your desk. Um, so targets. Again, 10% gains into the uh, end of the year post midterm. What would that mean? That would mean Dow Jones 27,300. Dow Jones today closed at 25,100. So, you know, a, let's call it a, a couple of thousand more points. Again, that's between midterm election and end of year. That uh, would take the S&P 500 to 2950, NASDAQ 7,875, and Russell 2000, 1655. Uh, that's just a simple calculation of a 10% gain, which again has been the median gain in the S&P 500 post midterms going back to 1946. That's 18 out of 18 times, 100% probability. And successful investing, it's. Uh, you know, it, it is. It is no question about it. It's science. It's math. You know, uh, no doubt about it. But it, it's just as much art. I think the, the the folks that I know and respect that have really made the most money. Yeah, they knew how to pick winners, and yeah, they knew the they knew the basics of finance. But they weren't rocket scientists when it came to uh, to figuring out uh, the, the math of these moves. 
but instead, they had good instincts. And uh, so I believe we'll probably see more than a 10% move higher into the end of the year in these broad market indices. And I also believe uh, that, uh, you know, our best friend as an investor is, 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 is repeating patterns. And when you can find a pattern uh, that's up 18 out of 18 times going back to 1946, that's pretty damn good. So maybe it'll be 18 or 19, you know, but I'm not going to make that bet. I'm going to bet that it's going to be 19 out of 19. And all of our fundamental indicators uh, uh, match that as well. So uh, again, very, very bullish here. Folks, we're going to keep it a bit short today. Uh, we'll uh, be back with you tomorrow after the close. Again, my name is Kip Herridge. Feel free to join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow after the close.